greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services, 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. At The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaranshoki Obutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Think great. Attitude of gratitude. Pride is the enemy of praise. We investigated the story of Nebuchadnezzar in the uh, other service, and we noticed that the reason why Nebuchadnezzar could not express gratitude effectively was because he arrogated the exploits to himself. There is a way you think in your heart that it was your expertise, it was your strength, that when you are giving thanks to God, you are not expressive about it. I gave an analogy uh, which some of us might have experienced. When you have a cousin or a relative and you give him or her something, there are some people that just believe that it's their right to collect from their relative. They, just, it's in, they, don't, they don't say it, but it's a, it's a mindset that if he doesn't give to me, what else? I'm the cousin. In fact, we grew up together. If not that I missed some courses in school, we should have been on the same level. That is the thinking. So anytime you now give that person something, they arrogate it to, yes, almost like I deserve it as a cousin. So when they are thanking you, you notice that they are arrogant about it. Cold about it, perhaps, or careless about it. Some don't even say thank you because he thinks, ah, I mean, I mean, he too knows that we should be on the same level. He even knows that in primary school I was better. But another relative or cousin that, you know, in his or her heart believes that it's not my right, it's a privilege. He doesn't have to give me anything. That he even was able to be gracious to me. That thinking, if you look at it, it will show up in the way the person expresses gratitude. They will be more expressive. And I think that happens to God anytime things happen. And deep, deep in your heart, when you think it's your expertise, you think it's your strength, you think you are the doing, you are the doer of it, you find that, yeah, you begin to give God thanks officially. And that's very dangerous. I pray that the glory we've seen will not disappear from our lives. Amen. Something humorous happened in the other service. I, I, I shared the story of uh, Pastor Adeboe that mentioned after one of their major programs where over one million people gathered. And by the way, for a million people to gather, it's not a joke. Many of the stadia we have all over the world, maximum maybe 120,000. All those Maracana Stadium, all those uh, <laughs> Santiago, <laughs> Bonobu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 60,000, and you see the crowd, three levels, people will be shouting, you know, 80,000, 100,000. For a program to be held and over 1 million people gather is a huge accomplishment. So after the event, Pastor Deboe said he went to pray somewhere uh, beside a beach, a beach, and then he was walking on the sand, you know, and God said, Stop, 
<laughs> and said he should write his name on the floor. He wrote his name on the floor. He said with his own hand he should just cross it. And as he did it, of course, the name disappeared on the sand. He said, if you forget the doer of these things, your generation will forget your name. That's what it is when you don't give God all the glory. There are many proud men in our generation. And it shows in your language. It shows in your language. That's why you can't make progress. If I, God knows that if at this level, he's talking like this. When I take her to another level, uh, the language will be stronger. And we're looking at some, in a telecoms uh, arena, we're looking at some particular phones that many of us used when we, were, when we started GSM. How many years has GSM spent in Nigeria now? 18 years. 16? Mm. Amen. Many years. A couple of years, sorry. Now, there are some phones we used to use when we started. Some of our young folks might not know. I'm still young, too, anyway. Can you mention those phones? Sajem. How many of us use Sajem? Akate. Hey. The one I use, I will never forget. Triumph. Do you remember those phones? Where are they now? Some are dead. If you ask some young folks in our midst that there's a phone called Triumph, you say it's a lie. That's how a name can disappear. That's how a company's name can disappear. That's why pride goes before you fall. It's very easy for it to happen. It's just five years, ten years. They will not even remember that that company existed because new ones are doing exploits. So we are here to acknowledge God throughout the month. Anywhere you are in the course of the month, in your in a taxi or Uber, or you are driving your vehicle, you're in the office or in your home, and one thing comes across your path that God did in the course of the year, take a pause and do what? Give him, give him thanks. Lord, ah, yeah, this happened in September. I remember, thank you for protecting me. Attitude of gratitude. I saw two examples. Acts chapter 12, verse 21. So on the set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept what? The voice of a God and not of a man. Now, one of the enemies of gratitude is when you live for people. When you grow up in a setting where you are not really acknowledged growing up, parents were not there to affirm you, you have that deficiency growing up. Unconsciously, you might grow up always wanting people to affirm you. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't monitor that syndrome very well, it can affect your life. Many people like that work in pride. Until neighbors hail you, until church members say you have done well, before you believe that you have done well. No. The people can put you into trouble. They were shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. You know, you have done well, you have done exploits. Verse 23. Then immediately an angel of the Lord did what? Struck him because he did not give. That is the reason, not that uh, the angel mistakenly slapped him. Because he did not give glory to God and he was eaten by worms and died. We realize that when we don't acknowledge God from our heart, that which we have will disappear. But it starts with an attitude. 
When they were hailing him, he just assumed that, yes, I, spoke, I can speak. My speaking is speaking better than the others. You know, but God gave me the voice in the first place. If I was even a king, would I be giving oration to them? Thank you, Lord. All the glory goes to you. It's the attitude of the grateful. But you look at this man called Joseph. In Genesis 41, verse 14. Genesis 41, verse 14. They told the king, uh, Pharaoh, that this is a man that can interpret dreams. So he's a powerful man. <laughs> he says, then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And he shaved, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. Verse 16, verse 15. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, like they were, like they were telling that Herod, I have had a dream. And there is no one who can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream. I have heard of your exploits. You've done a lot of powerful things. But look at the way this great man expressed himself. So Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, it is what? God will give Pharaoh an answer. Just look at it compared to the man that they were saying, you have spoken where well. he was saying, well, well, you know, he didn't even say anything whether God helped him or not. Now, can we have this in the ERV version? He said, it is not in me. I, mean, no, no, no. I know in our generation, people can religiously answer things. You know, uh, I will get to that anyway. Now, Joseph answered, I cannot. Can you imagine that, Joseph? I cannot, but God can explain the dream to you. It's been, it's, that means God has been at the core of his thinking. He's the one that will say it, that will interpret it, but he knows that it was God that gave him the gift. Can we have this in message translation or, any, or NIV? If you can get NIV. He said, it is not in me. God will give faith. Already the thing started with God in the middle of it. No wonder he lasted. Look at what Joseph said. I cannot do it. Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. It's not that God will come and speak, oh, but he knows that God will speak through him. Contrast it to Nebuchadnezzar when he was saying, I've built it. Some of us, they say, ah, I heard that you have interpreted dream. He said, thank you, my Lord. The thing you've heard, they did not make a mistake. In fact, only half was told you. Do you have any dream? I will finish it now. You know, when David was facing Goliath, he said, you come against me with sword and with spears, but I come against you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. He never said, I come against you with my catapult. I can do it all. I will kill you today. But that was what he was going to use eventually. But he never even referred to that because he said, in his mind, whether it's sword or catapult, it is God that will make it fruitful. That's the attitude of the grateful. Because that is the fountain of gratitude. If it starts from there, it will be easier to now give God all the glory. Not that they are saying they should thank God. It's just looking like, well, I mean, if not, I got my master's degree in uh, Massachusetts. I mean, I remember that class. If not, what if you died on the way to Massachusetts? You did well in your office this year. I agree that you are an expert. You are a strategic thinker. One political uh, gambling in your office can scatter all those things. Two or guys talking can spoil all your degrees. Just conniving. Just one. I had a case of a manager in a bank that, you know, all this loan that they give. 
somebody wanted to collect loan. He knew the manager would not agree. He went to do diabolical things to speak to him. I'm sure you know it's happening. Because if you, if you don't agree by logic, you agree by spirit. So you are your masters. But when they come with uh, Igede, you know what they call Igede? Abizi Igede, they call it. Ogede, Ogede. Sorry, Igede, people will not be angry with me. And they just come to the office. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. As I'm speaking to you, you will obey. Yes. And you'll be smiling. Give me tea. Yes, you give them tea. Now you will sign this document. I will sign it very well now. And you will sign everything now. After you have given the loan out, they will not be asking you. You say, I cannot really remember whether I signed it. But if I signed it, I must have checked the document. I'm very thorough. Ask my colleagues. <laughs> and then they check all the documents. You signed it, but the thing does not add up. I didn't sign it, but you signed it. But you really signed it. That is the thinking that breaks you and you are grateful for whatever success you attain. Attitude of giving God the glory from the heart and you mean it. And you mean it. In the early morning service today I said, you can be dancing and not really praising. I discovered something recently. Nigerians like to dance. Naturally, I don't know whether it's a gift. That's why almost all the new dance steps in Africa come from Nigeria. You know, we naturally, whether it's a bad song or good song. So because it is there and we now come to church and they are playing well, somebody can really be dancing and not just know the reason just because it looks very sweet or it sounds very sweet. It's that same person at the bus stop and they are play, playing a rotting music, he will still dance. Because it's just there. Our thanksgiving must be with purpose. How do we express thanksgiving? Number one, we express it in songs. Psalms 9 verse 11. We express thanksgiving in songs. That's why we sing. Alpha, Omega, you are worthy of our praises. Psalm 9, please, verse 11. We express it in, in songs. We sing praises to him. He says, sing praises to the Lord. Who what? Dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds. So we declare his deeds in songs. That's why we sing. In case you don't know why we sing, one major reason is to express our praises to God. We also express thanksgiving in dance with instruments of music. Psalms 149, verse 1. So in case you want to, how do I thank God? You sing. Get new songs. Look at this verse. It says, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of saints. Verse 2. Let Israel do what? Rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Verse 3. Let them praise his name with the what? Because some people think, ah, all this dancing, they should not be dancing. A dance is wrong if it is immoral. Hello? There is no Christian dance or unbeliever dance. Hello? The one that you are dancing, who started it? Because sometimes we have argument on social media, I can't be dancing this kind of dance in church. What makes a dance bad is when it's immoral. But if it is to express yourselves to God with your legs and your hands and it's beautiful, then do it to God. 
It's not a license because some people say, oh, hey, what if I license in the Pastor Kukutisa. What makes a song bad is the lyrics. That's why the devil tries to get a good tune on bad lyrics. Because we are created to dance as human beings. So he gets the good tune and then puts a wrong. So people are like forced to sing along. But you as a growing Christian must know how to differentiate. No, this tune is nice, but these words are rotten. Not good for my mind, not good for my children. They move away from it. So there's no bad song, you know, because say Fuji is bad. There's Fuji gospel. It's a style of music. There are all kinds of music in this world. We have hymns, isn't it? And we have uh, different ones, but make sure it's healthy for your soul and your mind. <laughs> Some people have already received license today. <laughs> uh, of course, and you know why you are doing it anyway. Psalms 150 verse 4. Psalms 150 verse 4. Praise him with the what? Timbrel and... That's why we have all kinds of instruments. We're going to still have more violin. He said, praise him with stringed what? And flutes. And many, many other things. So we hope to acquire more things to express our gratitude to God. I had a song over the weekend that really touched me. I, I forgot the tune, but the lyrics touched me. He said, when you speak, we hear thunder. When you smile, is our sunshine. Your beautiful, when you, when, you, when you speak, when you smile, we call it rainbow or something like that. You know rainbow? The earth is always praising God one way or the other. The birds, when you hear them, the trees can praise him. So anything God created can be used to praise him. That's why we have string instruments and trumpets and cymbals. One scripture says, praise him upon the loud cymbals. We also praise God by declaring it. Psalms 45 verse 4. Sometimes you praise him by just declaring, Lord, you are great. Lord, you are awesome. Lord, you are faithful. You declare it. Let everybody, let everybody hear it. Psalms 45 verse 4. And in your majesty, is that correct? No, I don't think that's correct. There's a verse I'm looking for. It says, declare his deeds amongst the nations. There's a place of singing. There's a place of using instruments. There's a place of just declaration. You can do it in your office. Sometimes in the office, I just stand, Lord, I declare your mighty hand upon my family. I declare your faithfulness this year. Just declaring it. and make it loud. Make it great. We also um, praise him with Material symbols. It's always been there from the beginning. Many times when people say, God has helped me, God has blessed me, it ought to go... <laughs> Thank you. You are telling me that you know the Bible. <laughs> or is it IT? It just... Well, whichever we, are, we acknowledge your efforts. It says, declare what? His glory among the nations. His wonders amongst all. Declare. Beyond the song, declare it, speak it, put it on social media. God has been good to me this year. I praise him. Declare it. Make it clear. Let everybody know that God is good. <laughs> Yesterday when we were watching the match, I wasn't watching the match. I was coming back from Abuja. So I was on the phone with one of our ministers. I said, 
What's his cost now? He said, zero, zero. He said, they are playing penalty. I said, yeah. So when he remained two, <laughs> I said, God, you have to hear me now. <laughs> I prayed. You know, I, sometimes when you are led like that, you pray. I said, Lord, um, we will score that next one. But that other team, uh, Angel, do something. <laughs> and the minister was on the line. I said, watch it, my friend. He said, Nigeria has scored. He said, the moment won for the other team. I said, because that nation, they're always priding against us, you know, those kind of things. You know the nation, have you? We are watching from that nation. We appreciate you. <laughs> but if they had won, they wouldn't let us rest. Especially because the things we are watching from their country, you know, those super sport ministries. <laughs> so they said, uh, the keeper caught it. So I said, Lord, thank you <laughs> that we have won. And the individual that missed the penalties too, I said, thank you. So that they won't say she was the one that made us win. No, she lost two penalties yesterday. Ladies in church, they didn't even watch the match. Ladies. The one the men are watching, they didn't watch it. The one you are playing, you didn't even watch it. If I ask, which country did we play against yesterday? South Carolina. What did you say? <laughs> okay. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3. <laughs> Man United, be careful. Go and warn your coach. Genesis 4, verse 3. So when we come to thank God, it's always important to have a visible symbol of his blessings. I think from scriptures, it should go beyond words. From the Old Testament, you see that when they are coming to give God thanks, they come with the produce of their ground to show that I saw the fruits. That's why when we are doing, I mean, next year I mentioned another service, all our thanksgiving services, every member should prepare a thanksgiving seed. Don't just do it there. It's a new month. I give thanks to God for the new month. No. David will always go with a symbol of his greatness. You gave me this victory. Lord, this is part of your portion. Look at this. In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. An offering. He brought fruits. A representation of it. Verse 4. Abel also brought of the firstborn. So when we're even offering and we're doing another Thanksgiving, I charge every member, when you're coming on the 16th, come with something to represent gratitude to God for the year. Between you and God, you know how God has blessed your home, blessed your business at your own level. Don't come to annual Thanksgiving and give regular offering. It, I think it's an insult on him. He says, and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering. It's an attitude. I can't say you didn't give me this money this year. I can't say you didn't bless my business this year. Lord, I offer you the best. Verse 5. But he, uh, but he did not respect Cain and his offering, and Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. That is, the giving did not get any response from God. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your countenance falling? Verse 7, if you do well, I pray that you will do well. Say, so if you do well, will you not be accepted? That means what Cain did was not well, yet he brought something. God will help us in Jesus' name. 
So at the annual Thanksgiving, whether in cash, you know, I grew up, you know, most of the churches I attended growing up, you remember when they do annual Thanksgiving, people bring produce, sometimes yams from there and give. But we lost it along the line because maybe some churches abused it or people were not properly taught the reason. So it became carnal. But this is the understanding of it. Lord, my farm produced. I bring this to your house. My business produced. Beyond that, I'm grateful for the year. Ah, thank you, Lord. So it's beyond a dance. It's more than singing. There has to be some material representation of our givings. Praise the Lord. And then um, in our preparations for 2019, we have to get our acts together. The year 2019 is very significant to this church. It's our fifth year at the good land. Let's put our hands together. 2019 is our fifth year. Fifth year. 2019 is heavily significant. It's a special year of manifestation, year of grace. Our God is a God of times and seasons. He makes all things beautiful in his time. In the course of the year, uh, this last quarter, I remember I was showing us the video of the Chinese bamboo. Where in the fifth year, it just... You know, shut up fast after all years of labor. It's very prophetic. It's very significant to understand the way seasons operate. There are some things, when it's not the season, you will try your best. It will not yield. Or it will not be like you want it. But when the season comes, it will even overrun your expectation. 2019 is very significant. This scripture will help you understand it a bit. Leviticus 19 verse 23 God said, when you enter the land, the first three years, the thing might not be like you expect. There will be some fruits. The fourth year, we show some signs. But the fifth year, you'll be able to really maximize it. And from there, you can build up. He said, when you come into the land and have planted all kinds of what? Trees for food. Now, that is significant. You've done a lot. Laboring. They prophesy. You even give and take many steps. You are laboring. He said, then you shall count their fruit as what? Uncircumcised three years. Someone say three years. Three years, it shall be as, as uncircumcised to you. It shall not be eaten. You know, it means the first three years, it will look like ah, the thing is not like I saw it. Three years. Next verse. But in the fourth year, all its fruit shall be holy, a praise to the Lord. We have that a bit this year, some fruit showing up, and God is to be praised. Then in verse 25, he says, verse, and in the what? Fifth year, you may eat it what? That it may yield to you its increase. The Lord is your God. We will experience explosive increase in 2019. I know we've seen some measures, some sparks here and there. And we are grateful. We have testimonies abounding. But the one that will happen in 2019 can never be compared to it. He said in the fifth year, you will now be able to eat the fruit because it will yield its increase. I'm excited about 2019 because from there, you begin to build up on that. It's like the year that Isaac reaped a hundredfold and the Philistines envied him and they began to wax great. From that year, you, it becomes a reference point 
for many years to come, many decades to come. So everyone should get set. Three areas I want to encourage us to get set. Number one, prayers and fastings. Prayers, then fastings. Our New Year prayer gathering will start on the, the 13th of January. 13th January to 2nd February, thereabout. 21 days. 21 day prayer challenge. We have to birth those things in prayers. Many things will happen next year. I pray you'll be on the right side in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray and birth it. God answers prayers. If you didn't know before, I can tell you that. Especially when the prayers are done properly, collectively. So as a church, we'll be in a prayer and fasting for those days or from uh, uh, 13th, the Sunday. to Now, we'll end the NYPG. NYPG is New Year Prayer Gathering, not New York Police uh, Gathering. Because uh-huh. <laughs> some people say... We'll end it with what we have tagged Breakthrough Weekend. God has inspired my heart that throughout next year, we'll have what we call Breakthrough Weekends. A Saturday and a Sunday. Saturday anointing service. He asks that just bless them, lay hands on them, speak over their businesses, speak over their families, lay hands on the sick, and I will do wonders in their midst. So after the 21 days, we close it with the prayer guard, I mean the breakthrough weekend, Saturday. It will be early morning, 7.30 a.m. That's not even too early anyway. I will close by 9 or 10. You can still go to a wedding. You can still do many other things. But don't ever miss it. And every month, we have the breakthrough weekends. The dates are already spread out. It's always the Saturday and Sunday, the weekend of Thanksgiving like this. The Saturday and then the Sunday. Now... Preceding the Saturday and Sunday of every breakthrough weekend, in each of those months, the church will be in a fast. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then on Saturday morning, we gather massively to receive prophetic blessings. And God said, every month, the thing that you yield will yield. That scripture says, the earth will now begin to yield its increase. And I, by this time next year, they will not be able to recognize you again in a very positive way in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you believe that? Yes. That by this time next year, your business, they will say, is it not the man that had one shop? Is it not the guy that graduated two years ago? It's a year of increase. It's a year of breakthrough. Our theme for next year will be dancing around those names I mentioned. There's nothing I'm hiding from you anymore. <laughs> Let's get set. Prayer, fasting, and then our sacrifice of completion. Many things that God started in our lives three years ago, four years ago, some things some of us are even trying to do. If you look at it, maybe it didn't come out the way. It will be completed next year. It will will happen better. You will see the hand of God. As our custom is, we give a sacrifice. Learning from Psalms uh, 126 from verse 1. Everybody should prepare. We have loads of testimonies coming around. A sacrifice is what turns around things. Between you and God, start getting ready. Anything he demands of you, you can never outgive God. Never, ever, never, ever. I was in a church one day. I, I was there to preach the gospel. As I finished preaching, the church, they were doing a project in that church. As I sat down, God said, I would like you to give your car to this church project. I went to preach there. Oh, oh God. So I called the man that went with me. I said, go into the car, remove all the CDs. He said, what do you mean? I said, go and remove all the CDs. He said, where are we taking it to? I said, I will let you know. 
remove the CDs, remove my bag. And as I finished the meeting, I handed the key to the minister there, pastor, that this church should sell this car for your project. So I went home with, uh, is it a taxi or one of their members' cars? It's like madness. But later, God blessed me with another vehicle that time. When God now blessed me with the vehicle, I now went for one meeting. Another meeting, the person that bought the car from that church came to that meeting and parked beside it. <laughs> Am I making sense to you? So I was, we finished the meeting. As, as I came out, and I said, I know this vehicle. God now asked me, I should pick one. Uh-uh. I said, pick one. I picked this one now. That's how God will help you to see that you can never outgive him. Never. See time. It might look like it's delaying, but when it happens eventually, some of you, if you look at your classmates and where you are, you should be in tears thanking God. Thanking God. Looking at your bringing and how far God has brought you. But I want you to share tears of joy next year. I mean, some things will happen. It will be like a dream. He says, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like, them. That, that is, when the thing happens, it will, is it a dream? Pinch me. Pinch me. Am I dreaming? Psalms 126 verse 1. When the Lord turned the captivity, when the Lord brought back, we were like those who dream. Verse 2. Then our mouth was filled with laughter. Your mouth will not be filled with gravels. Our mouth be filled with what? Laughter. Laughter. Look, when your gift does not have the right platforms, you can't prosper. But it is God that opens those platforms to you. God is so funny. I went to preach in a church in Lagos. A member of their church, I've never met him before, was doing some things on our street. Property. I went to see the property. I said, how much is this property? He said, 250 million. God bless your generation and your family. He said, I said, I'm not ready to buy anything. I'm a God will do my own in his own time. And we're talking, and I prayed for him. One day, I just I saw him. He said, Pastor, I've sold the property. I said, praise God. Keep building. One day, I will call you too. Then one day, he just called me. Hey, Pastor, are you at home? I said, I'm going out. He said, no, 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 no. I thought he was trying to even force me to come and check the other properties. I said, I said, no, I'm not available because I wasn't ready. And then he said, is anybody at the gate? I said, yes. I said, I'll give him a letter. Okay, thank you. I got back from where I went to, got home. I saw an envelope, one million naira from him. I never planned. I didn't ask him. I called him. I said, is this a mistake? He said, no. When he sold the property, it came to his heart to do it. One million there, 500 there, 250 there in a month. You can get seven million in a month too. And somebody else can get 70 million. Authentic money, not stolen money. I pray that your sweat will not take glory for your life. Amen. He said, then was our mouth fit. I just sat down that day. I said, look at this one million. And I needed that money the next day. But you have sown seeds. Seeds answer. And in case you are here, you are too proud to give. Or you make commitment in church and you forget it for a whole year. May God have mercy on you. Especially if you're in a church like this where everything is too bare. I'm too open. And many of you take it for granted. Some people prefer a church where they take offering five times. No, Nigerians, they like... To a fake pastor, some people prefer that one. That will come and lie. 
that you stand up there. I saw you, I saw you in a dream. God said, your salary for three months, drop it at the altar. And then you will see changes. They will do it. They will do it. Your life will not be stunted. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, look at that verse, the Lord has done what? Great things. God will do great things for you and I. If a woman so sacrifices, the woman will prosper. If a man does it, it's between you and God. Sacrifice of completion. I pray your dreams will not remain on paper. So let's get set for 2019. We'll be talking about that much more. I pray that we'll not miss it in Jesus' name. Can you look at your neighbor and just, I say neighbor, okay, look at your God and pray to God. (laughs) Greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services, 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. at The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Global Impact Church. Think great.